Hey, everybody. Oh my gosh. Happy, happy. Well, today is Wednesday, but wherever, whatever day you're watching, if you're watching the replay, um, I am Andy Kennedy with Andy Kennedy Co. And um, I am really excited today to introduce um, my office magician, the woman who really keeps all of my SHI, you know what, together. And um, it's been, we've been working with each other for over a year now, actually probably coming up on two, close to two years, but a year and three quarters at this point, pretty much. And um, Mary is in the Philippines, but she's got a big adventure coming up, which we may unpack a little bit. And um, uh, I am currently in Tennessee. I was in Colorado. And um, yeah, so let's just get started. So uh, this is Mary. And um for whether you're watching on the podcast or whether you're watching on YouTube. I mean, if you want a, a clear vision of this beautiful woman, hop over to YouTube and watch this. But if you're on our podcast, thank you for subscribing to this and listening. And today we're going to talk about uh, Mercury retrograde, which we just came out of, which is very nice because it tends to rattle our cages a little bit. Um, but Mary's Mary's take on that is going to be very interesting. So uh, Mary, I'm going to turn it over to you and um, maybe first talk about just really quickly what we you feel like we how our relationship has grown and maybe a little bit of what you learn have learned over the last year and a half or year and three quarters. Well, first off, I just really want to say that I'm so grateful to be here to have this opportunity to share this with you. And I'm so glad to have met Andy and to have this platform to um, share this. So thank you, Andy. I uh, just really wanted to say that. I'm very grateful for you and our relationship. And yeah, uh, relationship-wise, um, almost two years doesn't seem like a very long time, but if you account for the growth and the progress, it's a lot. Um, it really just started off as me kind of looking for something to do with my time. I was fresh out of school. I was kind of bored. I didn't really know what to do. So I went job hunting on the internet and I wasn't looking for anything particular. Um, I didn't even talk the way that I did back then, but now I guess I was just kind of tossing a coin into the universe and just, you know, letting it guide me to where I was supposed to go. So I found this, um, platform I found uh it, it, it's it's kind of funny because I didn't it wasn't like a typical job hunting where I found Andy looking for someone it was through a guise of something else it was through an agency and they just matched us and at first I thought Andy was a man so I did some research and I couldn't um wrap my head around uh what I was supposed to do I was so new to this entire thing and then we had the first interview and I just felt so at peace talking to Andy the first time and I was so like when the camera turned off and the interview was done I was jumping in my room and I'm like this is crazy I get to meet people like this because of the internet and so yeah, it it was um that was the first time. <laughs> that was like a year and yeah. eight, nine months ago. It's right. Crazy. February, and, February, I remember, or January maybe even, but I feel like we got started in February of 2021. 
And February. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, February. I love that story of you jumping around your room. And I love the synchronicity of how we were matched. Um, and I did the same thing. I just, I mean, I was looking for a virtual assistant. And like you said, we, you know, we kind of found each other through this matching agency. And um, yeah, just uh, I love it. I think that the synchronicity of that is is magical. And um, that word comes up a lot. It came up uh, it's definitely the reason that I chose the matching agency, uh, and it's definitely the reason that I know we're together is because magic happens. So, magic, thank you yeah, yeah. Thank you for that story. Um, and so, take us forward a little bit more. So then we started working together, and you started learning a new language and helping me build. Um, you know, at first it was I was I think I was looking for someone to take some of the load off of what I didn't want to do, um, but I also knew that I was. Um, I was starting a couple of new funnels and I was building my online class. And um, this is a class that I have taught since 2013. If you're not aware, it's called Manifesting with Synchronicity. It's based on the Celestine Prophecy. So a little plug there for that. Um, and uh, and Mary is currently building us a funnel of, a, of a, a free portion of it. So you can get access to it. And we're, we're actually fixing to launch that pretty soon here. So we're dovetailing this, I guess, with a little bit of that too. Um, but yeah, take us forward a little bit and tell me, you know, tell our, our listeners and viewers what you learned over the last year and a half. Oh boy. <laughs> the first few months, I'm not going to lie. It was like a foreign language talking to Andy. Uh, I approached this in a very you know, my notion of, okay, um, uh, I've never really been in the corporate world yet, still dipping my toes in the pool. And when, you know, we would have meetings every week, uh, it was like learning a new language. I would have to Google certain concepts that we talked about just because I couldn't fully wrap my head around it. And I said, this is what it's like. Is this the business world? Is this the corporate world? It was completely different. Um, I had a different idea of what it was then and just really started to, you know, fast forward a couple of months, started to really grow on me, not just like a knowledge type of growing, but it's the kind of growing that I started to notice in my daily life. I started picking up certain words that Andy would say, certain words that I would read from her courses, from her posts. Uh, and I didn't know how much of it has become a part of me until a couple of months ago, maybe two, three months ago, where I just sat down and I was thinking to myself, wow, my mindset's completely changed in a great way. It's so different that if I were to compare myself to a year and eight, nine months ago to now, I, the comparisons were very contrasting. You know, I, I had a very different outlook on life, a different perspective, and now it's, it's been more open. So yeah. Thank oh, you I love for that. that. Yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. Your language has changed. Your posture has changed. Um, you know, your, um, your comprehension, you know, is so much deeper. Um, I remember, you know, in the beginning we would try and sort of decide what we were going to do or, you know, unpack something like, you know, just even building the funnel for manifesting and then, um, webinars and videos and stuff. And I, I love that I can just throw anything at Mary and she can sort of digest it and chew it up a little bit and now spit it back out at me with, 
even different language or her <laughs> own language. So um, she's writing, you know, some of our emails for us. She's posting to the Facebook page. And um, and the reason I wanted you to come on today, right, is because um, I feel like you're part of this company. You're part of this, you know, cooperative that that Andy Kennedy Co. stands for, right? And um, it's not just me. And you're a really big part of uh, our, you know, our, our face on the, on the World Wide web. And so I wanted to give kudos to that because, uh, you know, everybody in business knows that you can't do it alone, knows that it takes a team. And, um, and yet we're a team of two and, um, really that's, that's it. There isn't anyone else. And so sometimes that can feel overwhelming. I know it's felt like that to both of us that we've both been like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? Um, and is what we're doing working? Are we reaching the people we want to reach? Uh, and you've really helped me do that. So thank you. Absolutely. I'm yeah. so honored to be a part of this. It's it's a beautiful thing to see a person change and grow to become a better human being. But it's also an, an entirely different adventure to see a cooperative kind of rebrand transform into what it's supposed to be. Right. So. Yeah, well, so we glad. Can, we'll unpack that for a little bit because that that's a bit that's a, actually a big point that I did I skipped over is that we totally rebranded. Um, you know, my former company, Inner Self Lightworks, I had had since two thousand uh, two or two thousand three. You know, somewhere around there. I think it was two thousand two. So we were saying that this year was the twentieth year. Um, but I, um, I felt like the language or the name even was just not even hitting the mark anymore. And people were calling me for light fixtures. Um, you know, it was, <laughs> it was, it was not yeah. when I read, when I named it, uh, it came as everything does for me, it came from source um, that this is what it should be called. And then when I stepped away from studio work and working on people with Reiki and crystal healing, um, and doing more of the classes online, it didn't necessarily make sense to be called, um, you know, Lightworks because I wasn't necessarily lighting people up with with Reiki or Quantum Touch or the crystals. And so I'd been ruminating on that since since I closed the doors, and that was in 2017. Um, and then I started teaching the class that I taught in person online in 2000 or yeah 2020, and um, we. I personally, just me before Mary came along, launched that before the pandemic. Um, I got a loud message from source to launch my classes online. Um, and so we did that with a focus of April of 2020. And I filled the class pretty much before the lockdown. Um, and then we had the lockdown. And it was so great to go through that class with the whole uh, host of people. Um, and then I had a coach that was coaching me through putting putting it online a little bit better, a little bit cleaner, a little bit more efficient and a little bit more evergreen webinar. And so I started looking for a virtual assistant and, and that's how I found you. Um, so let's get to the, the meat of what we wanted to talk about today and Mercury retrograde and, um, and the, the beautiful um, language and concept that you came to me with a couple of weeks ago um, oh, Ziggy has to be there oh. <laughs> all the time. He hears me talking and he has to jump in. It's like Zoom, Ziggy's Zoom time. So um, yeah, tell me just, I'll, I'll, I won't even preface it. You tell me what kind of bubbled up for you in that experience. 
Ooh, okay, where do I begin? The Mercury retrograde. At first, I didn't even know it was called the retrograde. I, I would even call it retrograde or something before. It's just a couple of months ago. Uh, didn't fully grasp what all of this astrology stuff meant. Uh, the diving deeper into this was when I started working with Andy and I didn't show um, a personal interest towards it, more just, you know, this is my job. I should do a good job. I'll do my research, et cetera. Uh, I want to kill it. But um, as you may know, I've been following our newsletters. Uh, we have astro forecasts every week. So not going to lie, the first few weeks we've been getting it. I just did it solely for the purpose of copy pasting to put it in the newsletters. And that was it. I didn't even really read it felt like gibberish to me at the time because I showed no interest um, on a personal level. It was just on a work level. So eventually, when I started feeling a little weird inside, which it's kind of weird for me because I always have a control over my emotions. I know when I'm happy and when I'm sad, I know how to make myself happy again. But this time, every time I felt sad or just uneasy, I didn't know how to bring myself back to the state that I was so used to. So I started opening the forecasts and I started reading them again out of personal interest. And it was so eye-opening. One of my first realizations was, wow, I was completely neglecting this because this is this holds so much wisdom. I don't know why I, you know, I would just scan over it. And if I saw a really long forecast, man, I'm like, ah, oh, you know, that's yeah. a lot of editing that I have to do. But yeah. now I'm like, ooh, we have a very meaty forecast right, right here. Let me dive into this. So it started from a personal need, like a despair that I felt inside. I couldn't fully understand it. So I sought that help through the forecasts, the resources that I had. So from there, I caught the words Mercury retrograde a couple of times. And uh, I did my own research. And I was surprised to see what they have on social media, scrolling through several posts and articles about it. And I even saw this one article a couple of weeks ago, and it said Mercury retrograde the survival guide. I said, wow, this sounds so primitive. Like, what is the Mercury retrograde? It has this very daunting appearance to it. Like it's, it's something so intimidating and something to really not look forward to, but to be like, oh, okay, the retrograde is coming. Prepare yourselves. Right. So like Armageddon, like Armageddon. <laughs> so it, it was funny to me because, um, there was so much fuss about it being this really negative thing. Right. So I was, uh, this was, I think, early September, the first week of September. Um, and I knew that we were already in the Mercury retrograde. And I still had this because of what I saw on social media, the stereotype in my head, this notion that, okay, uh, got to stay away from this. I got to uh, not spend too much. I have to be more wary of what I do because it's the big bad retrograde. So the second week came in and I started realizing that, hey, why am I like blaming it on the retrograde? Why am I being so fearful of it and living my life, my daily life, like I'm on a tightrope, like I'm walking in a tightrope 
because there are so many regulations and don'ts um, during this, you know, during this period. So I started reflecting on what it really was to me, not what other people thought of it or what I saw or what I read. Um, these were educated articles, um, but I just wanted to create my own personal uh, basis towards my relationship with the season that I was in. So I reflected and I realized that what the retrograde really just does personally is that it um, it magnifies certain strengths and weaknesses that I had in that period. The, this was already, this is me. I've always been, um, you know, I've always been introverted. I've always been a little bit, um, I've always been creative. I, uh, I'm moody. I, uh, there's so many things, so many positive and negative things to who I am. And it just got magnified and was blaming it on the period when really we should be thanking it because it's bringing things back into the surface. Mm. I have these weaknesses and people are like, Oh, I hate the retrograde because it's making me crankier. Well, maybe you've always been a cranky person. Maybe you've always been a little grumpy just because this time it magnified kind of have to thank it because that way you can tweak and maybe turn your grumpiness down a notch, you know? So it was a lot to get used to. It was a lot of adjustment. It was a lot of perception changes. I still am in it. I still feel the after effects of what the retrograde has changed within me and all of the realizations that I've had. It's, it's a lot. It's like a very deep pool that I'm still swimming in to this very day while we're talking. And I still feel weird and I still get kind of extra moody. Um, never felt these certain feelings ever in my life or as far as I can remember. So the gist of it is um, instead of blaming it on a certain season, you should be thanking it. Thank you for showing all of this negativity. Thank you for showing the positive traits that I've had that I didn't know that I actually had. Um, it's, I, I guess, whether it's bad or good, um, I'm, I'm thankful that it's made me realize that no matter where I am in my life, no matter what I'm feeling, I should just always show gratitude. So something that you said to me, I remember that I wrote down was it's always there. Right. So um, that, that sense of self or that identity for self is always there. And the other thing that I remember we talked about was that, um, you know, blame people blame things on the moon you know, I see that all over the place, right? Like, oh, it's a full moon. We can all act crazy tonight, you know? Um, I yeah. mean, which is fine. Like if crazy is crazy, good. But, um, you know, really it's about emotional intelligence. And um, when Mercury disrupts our communication grid, which is really kind of what it does, it, you know, it when, when a planet appears, because they're never going backwards, but just the way our relation, our earthen relationship is to the planets around us in the sky, they appear to go backwards. And so that pull, it's an ebb and flow. Um, and so that's what retrograde is, is a planet is actually in the stars, you know, inching backwards, um, back into the former 
um, star sign that it was in. So it'll move forward into, for instance, you know, I'm just, I don't know what it's in right now, actually, but Libra, you know, it'll actually skate backwards a little bit into Virgo. Uh, That's just because that's what we're in sun sign right now is what what came up for me. But, you know, if a planet is in, um, and all planets do retrogrades, and a lot of them are retrograde at the same time, um, and there are all these different little pieces of it is like, if, well, you're born with Mercury retrograde, Mercury retrograde doesn't affect you as much because, you know, it's native, it's retrograde aspect is native to your uh, natal chart, you know, um, but really you create your own reality. And so I have exactly. this, I wouldn't say love, hate relationship, but that's the only way I can say it is I have this, you know, like a give and take, let's say give and take, I have this give and take relationship with astrology because, um, while I love the map that it creates for me and the story and the stories of all the planets and their aspects. And I love listening to a couple of my astrologers um, talk about the way that the planets relate to each other and how that tends to affect us, you know, really you create your own reality. So whether like the moon, the planets are ebbing and flowing and affecting our tides, our emotional tides, or our warring, you know, uh, tides, right? Because, you know, those emotions within us can be either soothing or moody or, you know, warring, right? Angry or fierce or um, depressed or um, controlling, right? All of Mm -hmm. those things that we can, like you said, are aspects of ourselves. Um, When we let them run amok, we don't have emotional intelligence, right? We aren't control, we aren't, and not control is the wrong word, but we aren't taking the reins and just guiding our emotions back to center. I used to say, you know, um, when I was coaching people, and I still do this, I still coach people into sobriety, because that's what I, a choice that I made 10 years ago. Um, But when you aren't confusing your brains and your, your brain and your emotions with chemicals, that aren't native to your body, whether that's alcohol or marijuana or, you know, any kind of pharmaceutical um, or even food, because we can get addicted to food or even the emotions that come to us from television or news, right? When you aren't letting that affect, like here's your normal zone or your, your peaceful zone, right? And so dipping below your peaceful zone can be depressing or dipping above your peaceful zone, you know, can be amping, you know, people when people drink coffee, you know, they get all amped up or caffeine of any kind, you know, soda, Mountain Dew, whatever, um, you get jazzed, right? Um, And I mean, and, and you can do that with drugs, right? You can get jazzed and crazed on, on any kind of drug that humans make. Um, and you can get depressed on any kind of drug that humans make. And you can use the stars for that too. You can get jazzed by the full moon or you can get depressed mm-hmm. by a retrograde, right? But if you have emotional intelligence of your sweet spot, your peaceful zone, and I'm doing this because I'm thinking of the scale of vibration, right? So the scale of vibration is zero to a thousand and humans tend to operate pretty low on that scale. Unfortunately, 250 is average but yet 225 is depressed and anything below that, even around a hundred is, is clinical. It can be, you know, psychosis or, um, um, you know, a separation, uh, personality separation disorders. Um, and even, um, 
you know, uh, like grossly negative disorders, right? Like um, self-abusive or abusive to other people or whatever. So those are all low vibration states of reality. And we want to operate around 500, 400, but it's hard for us to get there with all of the noise that we have in our world, right? And so we blame distractions and negativity and news and even the music that we listen to has to be very intentional. You know, you can listen to Eminem all day and you're going to walk out the door angry, right? Or you can listen, <laughs> you know, right? Or you can listen to Ed Sheeran all day. And, you know, some of that, you might walk out of the door a little depressed or you might walk out of the door super happy. You know, um, you have to choose your reality. It's your adventure. It's your movie. You have to choose. So um, I remember when I was your age and we had mixtapes. So that dates me. <laughs> And I would make mixed tapes called total depression because I was moody and I was, you know, I would dabble in depression, you know, and, um, and you know, my, I could blame my boyfriend or I could blame my surroundings or I could blame school or I could blame the girls at school. Um, but I chose my reality. And so I would make these mixed tapes and get into that depressive state and be like, yes, this feels so juicy to be, you know, moody and depressed and it's like as soon as I became aware that that's a choice you feel empowered like I can choose I can wake up and I can eat plants and drink a lot of water and feel good you know and choose my music and choose the YouTube and choose the Facebook posts that I see I can control Facebook I can control the algorithm I can say I don't want to see stuff like that I don't want to see you know this politician or or that news report, or that person's rant, right? I can choose. I can say, nope, no. Thank you. Tell Facebook, no, thank you for that, right? So we get to choose our own reality. And so I love what you're saying about, you know, blaming your external experience on the stars, right? And having no control feeling like you have no control because you have control, but feeling like you have no control versus having total control and saying, you know what? Mercury retrograde isn't like that for me. Craig and I have two mantras that we travel with. One is that good weather always follows us and good weather always follows us. It followed us to Ireland, shocked our tour guide because he was like, it's supposed to be raining. <laughs> like every, every single day, it's supposed to be raining right now. Gloomy. It, it, 10 days, we had one day of rain. Um, and the other is that, you know, um, um, you know, we don't have travel issues like travel. We don't say it like that. We say, you know, travel is easy for us, you know, or some variant of that. Right. Um, and so people say, you know, and Craig travels all the time. So when they say, you know, oh, how is he doing out there on the road and, you know, uh, casting their, their reality, right. Or their regurgitation of the news of somebody else's reality because we're often living in somebody else's reality if we're regurgitating the news um, and saying, you know, oh, all the planes is like a couple months ago or a month and a half ago, all the the pilots are on strike and, you know, all the planes are, you know, downed and, you know, there's people are missing their flights. And I don't think Craig had a single hiccup. Like that's a perfect example of manifestation with your mind and controlling your situation with your mantras and your affirmation, right? It just reminds me of how highly interactive the world is and it's full accountability. 
uh, that's kind of going back to the retrograde. I could have regurgitated what I saw online on social media, Facebook, Instagram, articles that I read about the retrograde, most of it negative, most of it kind of um, warning me that it's a zombie apocalypse. And I could have gone with the flow of it. I could have been like, oh, no, you know, it's the retrograde. I'll just stay at home. I won't talk to my friends. I won't reach out. I won't have fun. Um, I won't let these magnified emotions and feelings bubbling up within me, um, you know, spill out. Uh, I'll try to contain them. But it's it's embracing it. It's mm-hmm. uh, taking full accountability. It's being open, but at the same time, also being grateful for the mix of emotions that you're feeling. And it's also basking, as bad as it sounds, it's basking in the negativity and the positivity and still being grateful to have felt a spectrum of emotions as opposed mm-hmm. to just feeling happiness all the time. It's it's silly, but I, I'm, I'm grateful that I, I'm not just always happy, that I also feel sadness and I feel jealousy and that I'm a human and I'm in a human experience. And it's a beautiful thing to feel both the negative, the neutral and the positive in this human experience. So, mm. yeah, that's. That is so great. And I'm thinking, okay, we, we could totally keep going, but we need to be, you know, focused on the interest of time here. Um, and that is, I was just thinking like, what a great way to close is to honor your human experience um, as a ride, you know, a wave that you get to ride um, of the ebbs and flows and playing with light mm-hmm. and dark and your shadow self and your high self. And the dance between those that we get to do as humans, because if we were always happy, we would have absolutely no gratitude for it. Um, And that's, you know, that's one of the many gemstones of this experience in this third dimension on earth. But, but I just have to add, like, we have to be very careful. And this is something that I've come to realize over the past month is that when we go with the flow, it's so easy to not take accountability for your actions or your emotions or your thoughts, because in your head, I'm just going with the flow. And whatever happens during the season is because of the season and everyone's feeling this way. So I'm not taking full accountability for the way that I'm feeling and the actions that I'm doing and the words that I'm speaking, because I'm just in the flow. So it's so easy to blame it on other people or your horoscope or external factors when it all just goes back to yourself internally. Even if you're like going through the flow of life, through the motions of everything, it's still your experience. Even if it's just the human experience and it sounds generalized, it's more of a you experience. So I just wanted to add that. Thank you. You're so wise. Isn't she wise, you guys? Oh, I love this girl so much. Yeah, she's, she's really blossomed into and the trajectory that I get to you know I see you on um I'm so excited for your next adventure um in Spain and that you get to to shed the wings you know or whatever wear the wings I don't know what I'm what analogy I'm trying to go with but shed the old version of you um you know this Filipino version of you and um and step into the global you that the world traveler that you will be and i'm excited for that adventure there and i'm really really grateful that you're taking me along with you um 
and that we get to still work together when you travel um and uh and all of the magic that that will that will unfold in that so um i hope that you guys all enjoyed your your introduction to mary we've talked about doing a few more of these because we have some other other topics that we might want to cover um and so yeah i'm i'm again just so in awe of the growth in a year with you um and uh, you know, I, I put a call to action to anyone that's watching this. If, you know, if you feel stuck, um, and you know, you don't have this language down and you're looking for a tribe of people to, to grow with and evolve with and step into your emotional intelligence and your spiritual intelligence with and your power, your spiritual power, your light being power. Um, come join us, come join us on manifesting or one of our free journeys that we're about to, to unleash and, um, and just take a, take a dig, you know, a, a deeper dive or dig into, um, into this experience. So thank you, Mary, any last thoughts? Thank you so much. And I hope that whoever was listening to my, my little story, um, just want you to know that everything is working out for you. That's just how the universe works. And I'm so thankful that the universe put me and Andy together and I have this platform to um, share stories and hopefully many more stories to come. Again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I had to put a heart up because yeah, um, so much love for everybody that's, um, you know, that's, that's struggling right now and we're here for you. So yeah. Thanks, Mary.